Hey, She Slays listeners. Before we get into the episode, I want to tell you about one of our sponsors, the Focus Academy. So you know chiropractic can help kids, but you lack confidence in your knowledge or communication skills to educate parents in your community. I've got a solution for you. The Focus Academy gives you the training and education to understand the why behind those wins and challenges you're seeing in clinic. They teach you how to perform a full brain-based exam, how to go beyond just the subluxation, but stay principled in your chiropractic approach and address and understand the consequences on brain development. They take a two-pronged approach. First, clinical solutions taught in a way that gives you full access to a deeper and more comprehensive understanding and breaks those techniques and approaches down into digestible and practical steps. Second, right now strategies you can employ wherever you are in your training. You'll learn how to seamlessly ask and answer the big questions in your clinical exams and re-exams and have it actually inform the whole child approach and care planning in a way your patients will understand. And since you're a She Slays listener, you'll get free access to the Focus Academy's Kickstart program. Just click the link in the show notes to get started on your journey to improving your practice. Welcome to another episode of She Slays the Day. I'm your host, Lauren Brunswick. And today, you get me. It's been a minute since um, it's just been me and this microphone. And I, I like solo episodes. Obviously, I don't like them so much that I do them all the time. Because uh, there are some topics you just need someone else's opinion on and you don't want to hear my opinion on. Um, but, you know, sometimes it is just nice to get fluid thoughts out and like just be here for you guys. Um, I really didn't have any desire from the beginning of starting a podcast um, of being, okay, how do I say this? A cheesy podcast host. That's how you say it. Um, that's not to say anything bad of like anybody who in my mind might be a cheesy podcast host. I just, I, I, did this because I have stuff to offer you. And so I don't always want to be in the interviewer seat. That's the interviewer. Right. Um, so yeah, so I'm excited. Anyways, um, so <laughs> I think I have a mental health problem with Target. Uh, all right, if anybody is keeping track, this is like diagnose self-diagnosis number like 12, probably. Um, I may or may not be a slight hypochondriac. Um, no, some of them I'm more serious about. This one I'm definitely not serious about. But so it started like two years ago. And like I have like a love for Target that I think is healthy most of the time. Very healthy. But about two years ago, Kirby and I went to Thailand and Malaysia in November and we came back. You know, it was, holy cow, amazing experience. Saw just so, such poor, like you saw just like poor people and they were happy. And like we, we were, uh, it was, I did a mission trip while I was over there and I was adjusting in a school. It was so cool. So then we came back. And we went shopping at Target for Christmas presents. And I had like a mini, um, like I was just incredibly overwhelmed. Um, and I was just kind of overwhelmed with these feelings of not being happy because I wanted to buy everything. Now, when I say everything, I mean everything. Thing. Like it wasn't just good enough that I was buying one Christmas candle. I wanted to buy every Christmas candle. It wasn't good enough that I was getting a sweater. I was sad that I also wasn't getting pants and shoes. Like it just, 
I think what happens around the holidays. Okay, so that happened then. I thought it was just like coming back from a third world country. No, it just happened last week again. I had to stop at Target on my way home from a conference and was like, I, I bought, I spent like $300 still. And I was just sad that I didn't get everything. There is something magical that happens when Target starts putting red bows and gold glitter on things that I'm like, I need everything in the store. Um, so yeah, I don't think that's healthy. Like I think from a consumer standpoint, if I were a third party, I'd go, you are looking to things to make you happy and feel Christmas spirit. Um, that's not what Christmas is about. Um, yeah, and I see, oh, it's funny though, because I can see it in my oldest daughter that like she is getting like a little bit of anxiety already about making sure that she has things on her Christmas list that she actually wants. And I'm like, oh girl, okay. This whole family needs to do like a detox from Christmas. Um, anyways, <laughs> okay, but funny, funny story about candles and Target. And then I don't know, we'll probably get this episode rolling. Okay, so I go to Target and I'm like, all right, I, I love lighting candles during the winter. Yes, I know that I'm gonna die from all of the fragrances in there and it's gonna like harm my body and cause subluxations. It's okay, I get adjusted one to two times a week so I can burn candles. So I go to where I normally think candles are in Target and they go to this aisle and they have some candles. Like not exactly like Christmas um, marketed candles, but like one has like pine in it. And I'm like, all right, this'll do, it's $15, great. So I literally put it in my cart, turn around and I see on an end cap, a bunch of Christmas candles. And I'm like, oh, that's where the Christmas candles are. So I drive, I drive my cart 10 feet over to this end cap and I'm like smelling all these candles and these ones are $10, so they're automatically cheaper. So I take the candle out of my cart, put it on the shelf because apparently I'm too lazy to walk 10 feet back and put it back where it's supposed to be. Oh my gosh. Um, anybody who's worked in retail is like, you're the problem. Anyway, so I'm at this new end cap and I'm like smelling and I'm like, okay. And so I pick up like two or three candles, put them in the cart. So then I start kind of walking towards, you know, down the aisle and I see a new end cap again, about 15 feet away with different Christmas candles. And I'm like, oh, well, who are, what are these Christmas candles? So I start smelling these ones. Now these ones are still $10, but the ounce of candle is up. So I'm like, okay, well, these are a better deal. So I start smelling and going like, okay, well, these are a better deal. So I'm gonna get these candles. So I take the old candles, candles two, you know, number two out, put them on the new shelf. Again, retailers cringing. I grab, <laughs> I grab these candles, put them in my cart. Oh, you guys, it happens one more time. I walk into like the Joanna Gaines section, which is like five feet from where I'm standing. And there's new sets of candles. Now these ones are the same price and the same ounces of wax, but they're in these really beautiful like mercury glass, like sparkly glass containers that are gonna like sparkle and be all pretty when I light them. So you know exactly what I do. I start smelling and I take candles number three out, put them on the new shelf and put candle number four in my cart. And that is what I ended up buying. But don't you uh, believe it or don't you whatever, I don't know. I was looking for new better candles on my way to the checkout lane. Um, so this is why I can't be trusted in Target. I literally called Kirby on my way home and I'm like, I don't think 
that I should be trusted in Target without you during the Christmas season. <laughs> he just laughs and I'm like, you're laughing, but I'm serious. I can't be trusted there. Um, oh, okay. We're just going to have to retitle this Lauren complains about Target um, this episode. Also, what is up with the Target app? Okay, I am not a early adapter. I've told you guys this before that I'm actually like 34 going on 80 when it comes to new technology, except for reels. That's a whole different thing. Or Instagram, social media in general, I'm obsessed with. But everything else, like new updates on my phone, I hate them. I hate apps. I hate learning. I just like aggressively tap at the iPad when I don't know what it's doing. So I have been avoiding learning the Target Circle app for probably about three years now. I think that, I don't know, that's how I would guess, two to three years they've had it. And I get up to the counter and they're like, do you have any Target Circle coupons or whatever? And I like look at them like, I don't, shoot, I don't think so. Or they'll be like, are you a member of our Circle? I'm like, I, I don't know. I shop here all the time, I should. Um, so finally, you know, there's enough of a discount. So at this whole Target experience last week, I'm like, I am gonna figure out how to use this damn app. Oh, because I bought something and there's a $5 off coupon on the app for me. It was my gift card but I didn't know how to figure it out. And so I'm like this old woman talking like at checkout, like, do you know how to work the app? Like I, I'm in it. And they're like, well, you have to add it to your wallet. And I'm like, oh, how, how do I do that? So she shows me. So then I'm like, okay, well now where is it? They're like, well, it's in your wallet. And I'm like, okay, well, where's my wallet? So then she's like, oh, it's this icon. So I'm like, okay. So then I open it and I'm like, so, okay, now what? She goes, well, now you need to select it so I can scan the barcode. I'm like, Jesus. Somebody could do this better. I'm, not, I'm, I'm saying Target, I believe that they could have made this app a little more intuitive. That's just what I'm saying. All right. <laughs> you know what time it is. It is time for me to stop talking about Target and do a listener highlight. Um, so this one was number 101. Um, and it was by Dr. Alyssa Lee. And it's titled Love It, and it's five stars. Um, it says, loving this podcast and Dr. Lauren. I graduated almost a year ago, had my first baby in December, struggled with postpartum anxiety, then COVID happened. Long story short, just opened my practice two weeks ago when many of my classmates, classmates opened months ago. I was feeling lost and unmotivated, and your podcast helped me find that last bit of encouragement I needed to finally open my doors and start serving my community. Can't recommend it enough. Thank you for all you do, Dr. Alyssa. Dr. Alyssa, girlfriend, you know how many of your colleagues are going like, oh, she has a baby. I want a baby. You know, so like, it's just, why do we do this to ourselves and we just compare? Um, I'm so glad, so, so glad that you are feeling motivated because damn COVID. Blah, blah. So you can go, hey, I had a baby. What'd you guys do this year? Um, yeah, thank you for that. And thanks to everyone who has written. There's been a few more reviews. I think me harassing you and being like, listen, bitches, there's like 900 of you that listen that have not written a review yet. Kirby doesn't encourage me. He just says in general, calling people bitch and using that type of motivational um, speech isn't effective as a leader. But I don't know. I got four reviews last week. <laughs> so just kidding. Uh, lovingly. Thank you for those that have written a review. It um, really helps the podcast get seen and listened to by more people. Um, and 
that is, uh, I don't know, it's motivating to keep doing episodes or, oh, that sounded like a threat. Ew, no, I'm not threatening. Nobody can review me ever again and I would still do this because I like it, but it is better when I get reviews, just saying. So uh, actually speaking of like social media and reviews, I have had a lot of questions lately um, on social media about reels and um, using social media and like how do I handle the like the return on investment and is it worth it and um, just a lot of different questions lately and that's awesome and I'm working on something uh, cheap very cheap for you guys um, that I'm going to be releasing in the middle of December, I believe. Kirby is cringing right now as he's listening um, that I'm like calling my shot and saying like, yep, now we have to do it. <laughs> yep, I announced it, honey. Um, anyway, so I'm not going to tell you what it is exactly yet because it's still morphing into exactly what it's going to be, but it is going to be a... Um, something small uh, and cheap for you, but it's going to be helpful for those that have questions on social media. So in order, we're going to release it earlier at um, 25% off at our email list. So if you're not on our email list, now would be a great time to do that. Just if you're a little curious as to what it is, uh, the easiest way to join our email list is to sign up for our weekly sleigh. Um, you do that at sheslayspodcast.com forward slash besties or if you're um on my bio you can click the link tree i mean as of now sometimes that's the link tree is not there um but if you go and there is a link tree you can click and it'll say like weekly slay the weekly slay is a short comical motivational email um they're typically about one paragraph long a couple sentences uh that just kind of get your brain thinking we send them out sunday night or no, yeah, Sunday night. So they're in your inbox Monday morning and just kind of there to like make you chuckle and make you think and help you become a better person. So they're fun. Um, yeah. All right. So let's let's pray and get into some actual meat and potatoes of this episode. So Kirby doesn't title it Lauren Bitches About Target. Dear God, um, since we brought up consumerism, and the spirit of Christmas, uh, it seems like an appropriate time to talk to you about helping me and anybody else that during this time that really gets just overwhelmed, overwhelmed with like with the joy of giving um, and buying. And I know that this year, more and more people are likely going to be turning towards the holidays and like purchasing things um, in replacement, you know, as we have families that are like not comfortable getting together, we're going to have grandparents looking to overcompensate their love through gifts. And that's not wrong. It's not right. Um, but be with them in their hearts as, you know, to know that their love is enough and know that like, there's so many more ways of showing it, even when you can't show up together. Um, just be with everyone as they are in this season that is about you and helping them find connection to themselves, connection to you inside us and connection with the ones we love around us. However, that is capable of looking during this shithole year that we have. Thanks for that. Love you for all these blessings that it had. Like for real, thank you. Silver linings galore in this year and the lessons. Woohoo! 
you just keep them coming. Thank you. <laughs> but for real, 2021, tell me that they're, um, <laughs> that's better. It's going to be better. Um, all right. In your name, we pray. Amen. For those that are new to the podcast. Oh yeah. God knows me. He knows that like, sometimes you got to slip a little swear word in there. He still loves me. This I know. All right. So I don't know if I'm going to get in trouble for uh, this episode, but sorry. Um, I was recently at a women chiropractor event in Wisconsin Dells. Um, When I say get in trouble, because like some, you know, COVID is happening and like it's flaring up right now. And outside the chiropractic profession, some people, it can look bad that anyone is getting together. But I will just say that the WDC did an amazing job of keeping things feeling safe. They were not irresponsible at all. There were some people wearing masks, like, you know, I I think they did a fantastic job of holding a small event in the safest way that we can at this point. So, but funny story about it. So I, you know, this has been planned. Um, There was some amazing lineup, Nicole Perdue, who runs the WDC Her Story podcast um, and does some things with uh, social social media and marketing. I'm not a chiropractor, but like really works for chiropractors. Uh, uh, Cynthia Shaft, who, you know, runs basically the WDC, Lona Cook and Christy Wick and myself were coming together for this Wisconsin pop-up. It was like a free event for female chiros. And um, shout out to Foot Levelers, I guess, because they helped uh, put the, their it's their money that allows these events to happen for free and shout out to like speakers because we don't you know we're not getting paid we're showing up because we're inspired to be there for you guys so I was planning on talking for like 45 minutes to an hour maybe at most on social media and poor Nicole Purdue, who was going to, we were going to like collaborate together and do this like three hour talk. So like I had prepared, honestly, it was really like I had a prepared 30 minutes and then her and I were going to work together and kind of like feed off each other and do all this like organic talk on marketing social media. Well, um, like 12 hours before the event, basically, Poor Nicole falls downstairs. I think she lives in Indiana or something like that. And she had like a five hour drive and she hurt her leg. Thankfully, she's fine. She didn't break anything, but she injured her knee bad enough that like she's like, I can't drive. I'm not coming. So I found this out the night before and I'm like, and she's like, you'll be fine. And I'm like, oh my gosh, how am I going to fill two and a half hours of social media stuff like what um well you guys apparently my obsession paid off I got up there and like I didn't even cover all the stuff that I planned on talking about like because I got to my hotel room I'm like all right you're gonna need to beef up this 30 minute talk because you got some time to fill I didn't even get it through everything I was just talking nonstop. Um, so yeah, so apparently (laughs) I don't think I could do that about anything else. Um, although I will say the podcast does help train me to just like be comfortable talking, not like necessarily in front of people, although I am very comfortable talking in front of people, but like, just like, I don't know. I'm pretty sure that if you said, okay, Lauren, 
uh, a speaker dropped out. We need you to get up and talk for 30 minutes on um, meal prepping. Oh, that's that's easy. That would be fine. I could like talk about cheese, like the, the various cheeses. I mean, shit, I filled 10 minutes complaining to you about Target in the beginning of this episode. So like, you know, so anyways, but no, it was actually enjoyable and filled with relevant knowledge on something I know versus like cheeses, I'd probably just be pulling something out of my ass. So um, it, the whole weekend was amazing. And it kind of inspired me to just, you know, give you for a lot of you, most of you, most of you listening were not there. Um, but some of you definitely were. And so these were like my five main takeaways from this weekend since you didn't get to be there. Uh, but if you do get to go to a future WDC pop-up, if there is one in your state, I highly recommend it because they're fun. So um, the number one, or not number one, one of five things that I learned or my takeaway from this event is that we as chiropractors, we as women need each other more now than ever. Um, I feel like as a chiropractor, especially if you don't work on a team with other chiropractors, but even for me, where I have a team of like, you know, a like-minded associate and a like-minded husband, I have my, my little world. There's these moments where you're just like, am I the crazy one? Like, I know that you're listening right now and going, yes, because what we know is based on science and pure logic, like absolute effing logic. When you hear Dr. Mo, if you guys don't know who Dr. Mo is, like, holy cow, go follow her. Um, she is like connects science and chiropractic. And like when you hear her talk about the vagus nerve and what research knows on it and what an adjustment does, and you're just like, F, how do I how how come the media is not talking about this? Not even like chiropractic. Okay, fine. Let's give them a pass. They're not talking about chiropractic. How are they not talking about natural ways to boost your immune system? How is nobody outraged that they're talking about closing gyms? How, how are they saying, I literally had someone tell me, a patient the other day, who was like, she was wearing a mask and she was like, well, just so you know, I was exposed to someone at work. I'm like, are you symptomatic? And she's like, no, but I just wanted you to know. And I was like, okay, yep, we're both wearing masks. Cool, cool, cool. Like, I'm not worried. And then I said to her, like, and honestly, I feel really safe in my role. Like, I didn't even go there. Like, I, I said, like, I get adjusted all the time, but like, my adjustments are five minutes. So like, ugh. Yes, I'm close with you, but even if you weren't wearing a mask and I wasn't wearing a mask and you had COVID, like I'm not around you for 15 minutes. And isn't that like the gold standard of what they're saying? And she goes, oh no, it's cumulative throughout the day. Now, I was out many, 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 many conversations in my clinic. I, there's gonna need to be an entire episode devoted to Lauren needs to grab, grow some cojones because I just let so many opportunities of just like, I'm not a confrontational person. You're going, what? Like, I'm not, I'm actually, like I will have patients come and I'll be like, all right, you know, great adjustment. See you later. And they're like, yep, on my way to grab my flu shot. And I'm just like, ah, ah cool. 
don't know what to say. Like, what am I supposed to do? Hey, um, you like, so I'm that non-confrontational that my patients don't even know that like, I hate flu shots. Like, I'm like, fuck, okay, cool. I'm glad that they feel safe. Like I would never make someone, I never want anybody to feel shame or judgment, but like, they could at least know like, well, I know you're not a fan, but I am going and be like, Hey, I respect you. You do what you got to do. But like, no, they're just like bragging about it. I'm like, damn it. I really need to grow some cojones. What was I talking about? Oh, so anyway, so like I'm talking to this patient. She's like, Oh no, it's cumulative 15 minutes. And it, so this, I decided to put my foot down. I'm like, wait, so you're telling me, cause she works in a hospital that, that what they're telling you is that if you are exposed to five different positive patients with COVID for three minutes each, that, that counts as one 15 minute exposure. And she looks at me like, yeah. And I'm like, oh my God, just like, and so like in my head, like, you know, immunology and virology and all infectious diseases and all this like data is like going through my head. And I'm just like thinking, are you effing kidding me? That doesn't make sense. Like that doesn't make sense that you think that our body, like what? Oh, so my point, my takeaway, I digress, is that it's really good to be around other chiropractors in other areas of the, of the state that you're like, I'm not crazy. Because, you know, it's possible that I just hire crazy people and I married a crazy person and like we're all just on our own little conspiracy island and because you start to think that and then like you're around other people and you're like, yeah, no, okay, this is, we're not conspiracy theorists. Like, well, I mean, I don't really know if a conspiracy is definition false, but like, so maybe we are totally conspiracy theorists, but like, yeah, we, we see this level of truth that I don't understand why more people don't, but we do. And so it makes me feel a little less crazy um, because there has never been a better time to be grounded in truth. And it allows you to not be grounded in fear. And that is what is that glimmering, shimmery, put a bow on it, hope through all of this, because like I, as a business owner, have had major anxiety this year. There have been so many changes, so many women in that room. Women were, their moms were dying and on hospice, their children, their marriages were ending, their children were having to quarantine and like schools were shutting down and they have both impaired, like every woman in that room had like, you know, major things happening this life in this year. And at least we weren't, I mean, we were, we're, of course, everyone's afraid, but we were not grounded in fear. It is normal to experience moments of fear and like, oh shit, like that person had COVID. I don't, did I even have my mask on? Was my mask like down under my chin for that adjustment? Like those are normal thoughts, but like the level of fear that you see people having like just not trusting their immune system. And for whatever reason, some people, maybe they shouldn't like this is never, never any shame or judgment, but I'm just glad that my family understands and trusts. Like, listen, we have made decisions up until this year to be healthy. And I trust that if, and when I am exposed that my body, my innate intelligence will fight it 
And that is a good place to be. That is a good place to be. Um, number, the second takeaway that I got was, this is a message that I preach to you guys all the time. Adaptability over control. I see so many people paralyzed from taking action because they don't know. They're not having an annual, that maybe they normally do an annual team meeting and they're like, well, psh, who knows what 2021 is gonna be, so we're not gonna do that. Or like, I'm not even gonna set goals because who knows what December is gonna look like? What if there's another surge? What if we're not this? And I just, it never is a good idea. And especially now when you might be looking, you're on the cusp of 2021 and you might be afraid because you're going like, I realized this year I have zero control over my business. I have zero control over whether my state shuts me down. I have zero control over whether my doctor gets COVID and has to quarantine and we have to completely revamp our schedule. I have zero control over so many things. You do have control over some things in your business, but you have probably learned this year that the amount, the number of things you have control over vastly surpasses the number that you do have control over. For luckily in Wisconsin, chiropractors never shut down. I cannot imagine because I'm a wuss. Okay. Like I've told, I told you this already at number one, I am not going to be that person that goes to jail for chiropractic. Like, ah, I just, sorry guys. So like if Wisconsin said, Kairos, close up, you will get in trouble. If you're practicing your license is on the line. I'd be like, Oh shit. Okay. Well, I guess I'm not seeing people. Now I would like totally see people on my front deck of my house, like outside on my like portable adjusting table. And I'd be like, shh, don't tell anybody. No, don't pay me. No paper trail. Um, but like I sure shit wouldn't be showing up and like boldly being like, you cannot close me. Um, so when it comes down to like, even the things I do think like, oh, you, I have control over my hands. Some of you got injured this year and you're like, oh shit. Apparently I don't even have control over whether I can show up to adjust. So um, we've never, and we will not have, we will not gain control in 2021. You did not have it in 2019. So the big thing that you need to like download and download it daily, remind yourself hourly of this, is that trust your adaptability. Strengthen your adaptability muscle over your need for control. People think when I say like you need to let go of control, they're like, listen, that's nice, but I got bills to pay. No, you show up, you do the work, but when you try and control how many people are going to be on your schedule, how many new patients are going to show up, what's going to happen? Are you, you know, like, is your school going to close it? Like, that is an unnecessary, that's an illusion. And when, then what happens is you create that anxiety because you think you're trying to get control over something that is uncontrollable. So trust that you are adaptable. And if you don't trust me, look at this past year and come up, do an exercise with yourself. Come up with 10 things that popped up this year. Maybe you're a student and you had to go virtual and you're like, um, how am I going to learn to adjust the cervical spine virtually? Like, is it ideal? No, but that's not what you're going to dwell on. You're going to like, look and go like, yeah, I learned that. That's pretty cool. That I would have never selected it for myself, but I was adaptable. You know, maybe you had to shut down your clinic because you got COVID for two weeks and you're like, how would I, how am I going to pay my bills if I have half the amount of income? 
look back at that month. Well, wasn't ideal, but we adapted, we pivoted. And so really look at yourself and this year and go like, hey, I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of awesome. I kind of trust. I don't know what's going to happen, but I think I can handle it. Um you know, and allow yourself to settle into that, that you are going to handle it as it comes and you're going to make a game plan because no game plan, you can't pivot when you don't have a game plan. That is where you're going to have franticness. One of the best things you can do is have a loose game plan, start taking action, and then you can pivot from there as you need be. But if you're not doing anything, then you're just going to get dumped on as new things happen. And that's what I see so many people drowning in anxiety of like, well, what's your game plan? Well, I don't have one because I can't, I don't know what's coming next. Well, duh you didn't before this and you won't after this but like that didn't stop you from signing up for chiropractic school that didn't stop you from like dating didn't stop you know so just keep swimming so number three my number three takeaway uh lona cook brought this up in her talk and you know she said that like she used to think that the law of attraction was sitting and writing things down, right? Like Rachel Hollis is making more money in one year than I make in my business probably from her selling these journals that are literally people writing down like, and she, it's not, it's not a slam at her. She tells people, you don't need my journal to do this. But literally she tells people like, write it down, write it down, write it down. And this is not bagging on that. I'm a huge fan of writing down goals, but that is not law of attraction. Um, and Lona Cook talked about how we have been proven scientifically to be magnetic beings. And law of attraction, you can write down a, a thousand different things a day if the cells of your body are not vibrating and attracting good into your life. I don't know, (laughs) just keep writing, I guess, like, if you are not living and vibrating at the energy that is going to magnetize love into your life, magnetize joy into your life. Um, The I don't I can't remember the author for the life of me, but it's power over force or force over power. Oh, shit. I don't know. Kirby will put it in the uh, the soap notes. I almost said the soap notes. Uh, the show notes of here, the book that I've read that's awesome and what she was quoting, but she's talking about like, there is a magnetic frequency to fear. There is a magnetic attraction to negativity. There is also a magnetic higher attraction to joy and love. So when you are talking about like, Maybe you're single and you're like, I want to find myself a husband in 2021. And you're just like, I'm gonna find a husband. I'm gonna find a husband. Like you're like, that's all your lines in the Start Today journal from Rachel Hollis. But you are closed down to love because you are sad and depressed. Oh man, that went a judgy way. Like, sorry, if you're dealing with depression, that's not your fault. Like, mm, okay. Um, But like, if you are like only attracting negativity... Like, you might find yourself a husband, but I don't think he's going to be the husband that you, like, necessarily thought you were signing up for because like goes to like. So if you are negative, you are just going to attract more of that in. And so it's like, well, Lauren, what the hell am I supposed to do about that? Well, one, read the book. Um, But there's a fine line between forcing yourself. You cannot force yourself into being a better person. 
Um, you can force yourself to wake up early. You can force yourself to put the running shoes on. You can force yourself to not scream at your kids when you have a tantrum. Um, you can force yourself to stop drinking. You can force yourself to do a diet and detox and cleanse. But at a certain point, I, I challenge you to check the energy that you are surrounding, whatever you are forcing. So let's say it's a detox, okay? You are physically going to stop eating sugar, caffeine, and alcohol. And you are going to force feed yourself kale and cilantro and turmeric and all those lovely, lovely things. Okay, like chiropractors, this is gonna be way easier for you than the non-chiropractors to like follow this path on me. So if you're a patient, you're listening, just ask me at your next appointment, I'll try and help you out here. Um, but like, you can force yourself to consume good things, but if you, the host, are pissed off that you're not eating pizza for lunch and you're just like, my kale, do you truly believe that you can chemically detox while emotionally consuming that much garbage? Like your body will physically detox because you've stopped the like the inflow of chemical trauma, but you are incorporating this emotional trauma with it. It's like with exercise and people where they talk about people who work out seven days a week. And it's like at a certain point, it's like, um, actually you're overworking out because you're stressing your body and your body's releasing cortisol. And it's like, you know, so it's like, you just need to check check it's not to say don't show up early it's not to say don't do good things for yourself and be disciplined but look at the energy that you as a human being are surrounding that new disciplinary action with because that is going to do more manifestation than writing things down and like well I'm at the gym I am manifesting a healthier me is like oh are you though <laughs> are you so you know like I said Kairos are probably going to follow that train of thought a lot easier but I think I think you get it so number four um I believe okay so I've actually heard this story from multiple people it was Christy Wick talking about it that reminded me um, she was talking about how about five years into practice, um, she started like shedding that like, you know, she was practicing a way that like other people, yada, yada. I'm not paraphrasing it very well at all. That's not, it's not the point. The point, the number four takeaway was I remember thinking when she said it, like, I was like, oh yeah, five years into practice is when I did that also. That's when I realized like, I kind of was like, why am I doing this? Why am I taking insurance? Why am I open these hours? Why do I say these things? Why are these my beliefs on that? Um, because my story, I shared it, uh, at both the Sublux Nation summit that I did for Nona, Javid and at this summit for the WDC where I didn't use the word subluxation for five years um, in practice. Five years. I actually avoided it like the plague um, because like I it created a visceral response for me to say the word subluxation like only weird Kairos use that word. That was my thought. Um, and so I, you know, told the story about like how it was this epiphany and like how I went through this process and like it was around five years into practice that 
shit, really, I started stepping into my own as a chiropractor. And even now, 10 years into practice. So um, in like two weeks is my 10 year anniversary for when I signed papers. Um, oh my gosh, I should do them. I'm going to do a mini just retelling you guys how that, that story because that this is just a whole funny thing. If you've listened to every episode, you've heard it. So you don't need to listen to the mini, but I'm sure I'll make it funnier. So you should re-listen. But anyway, um, my point is that 10 years. So we just built this building and we went to open adjusting. I've wanted to do open adjusting for years, but I was like, I kind of like, was like, oh, we'll do like bays. And we did like T walls. And then we're also barefoot and we're like, and there's just all of this stuff like that. I played, this seems like a super small thing, but I played Christian music or Christian radio on, on our Spotify the other day. I've never done that. I love listening to Christian music. I also like listening to rap and I haven't, I'm not about to start doing that at the clinic. Um, but there is this thing where like, not a rebirth, but it's like this extra layer of this is who I am is coming out in my confidence as a chiropractor. There's been a part, a necessary part of finding it. Um, you know, like I didn't graduate knowing this was the chiropractor I wanted to be, but I just hid it from other people. And that is the point. That's the point of four of where my rambling is coming to is that I see so many students just like, oh, tell me seminars, tell me books. Like, should I be shadowing more? And yes, yes, yes. Will that speed up the process? Yes. Could I have saved so much time if I would have signed up with coaching right away? Yes. But you can't force it. It is extremely normal, even if you do all the quote unquote, the checklist, Enneagram one stuff, but like, here's the checklist of what I need to do in order to like be the best chiropractor I can be the day after I get licensed. There is an evolution that happens as a chiropractor where you continue to shed the bullshit that's not serving you anymore and you find this confidence and comfort in yourself as the chiropractor that you were put on this earth to be. And it's okay if you don't graduate as that chiropractor. You might graduate better than I was, um, and that's fantastic, but I guarantee you even that person five years in to practice and 10 years in, now this doesn't happen automatically. You gotta continue to do the work. Believe me, there are plenty of washed up 10 year chiropractors who were better the day after graduation. But I'm saying like, don't beat yourself up that like you can't force wisdom. That is the difference between intelligence and wisdom is that wisdom comes with like finding your truth and feeling comfortable in that. Um, so I sure as hell hope that 15 years from now, not from now, on my 15 year anniversary, that my patients don't brag that they're going to get their flu shot. I, I never want them to not feel trusted and like love me and know that I love them endlessly. They might still be getting their flu shot. I, I do not strive to have a practice where 100% of people don't get the flu shot. Like that, whatever, that's too much stress on you. But like, at least they know like, hey, I know you're not a fan, but this is what's right for me. And I'm like, cool. Yes, you do you. Like, but the fact that 
you know, I am so quiet about so many things that I'm so non-confrontational. Like, I'd like to step into my a little more Socratic method. And I think just to kind of circle around, that's the big reason that I don't do more is I need to become uh, more Socratic in helping people find their truth. And I think that's just going to be my evolution as a human um, that needs to happen is, is like you even see it on the podcast. It's like, well, here's what I would do. And I just like kind of here, here, I have the answer. Listen to me, listen to me. And so I have learned earlier on that when you confront someone, whether it's about like, oh, we're going to do, you know, we're going to go get our flu shots. I don't have the, um, the skill set yet to walk them out of that where it's their idea. Right now, my skill set would be like, seriously, you're joking, right? You're gonna get the flu shot? Like, do you know what that does? Like, I would just kind of like vomit all over them and then people get defensive. So I learned that a long time ago that my way of approaching things, like big things like that tends to be a little bit of a bull. And that doesn't, you know, bode well for them getting defensive against me. So I just kind of like, huh, hmm, okay, cool, cool, cool. Also vitamin D, yeah, okay, anyways. So coming back to point four, please don't put all the stress of the world on yourself that you need to be the most insightful, impactful, purposeful, philosophically filled. You need to be the best version of you're ever going to be right now. Keep doing the work and like you're just going to continue to step into yourself and it's going to feel so good. There is some benefits to aging for sure. Uh, So fifth and final takeaway, although I could have had 10, but Kirby says Kirby's actually shooting for me to do a shorter episode and not a two hour episode but I just can't shut up. I'm actually jealous. There are some people that have like, like there are chiropractors that have these like 20 minute episodes. And I'm like, how'd you do that? I, I can't even stop talking about Target for 20 minutes. Like, okay, cool. That's great. I, it's, it's a skill set I, again, don't have. Maybe one day. Um, so, and I talk so fast that you can't even listen to me on hyperspeed. I had another person the other day message me like, oh my gosh, I've gotten used to listening to you, but I had you on, I can't remember who it is. Um, they're like, I was, I had you on and my fiance was listening and they're like, how do you even understand what she's saying? And she's like, I don't know. Uh, but he realized that she was listening to me at like one and a quarter, one and a half speed, which I just cannot imagine. <laughs> So anyways, number five, this was like the main takeaway from Dr. Christy Wick's talk uh, was that we overcomplicate things as chiropractors. We just, we know all the things and I don't know like why we think we need to make chiropractors out of people. You know, that was her point is that like, we think that they need to know about polyvagal theory and they, they need to know like the science and this and the, that, and that T2 is like, helps the lungs. And like, I do this all the time. I do it all the time. And that I overcomplicate the message. And then guess what ends up happening? <laughs> Three years after seeing a patient for wellness care, you know, I've been seeing a patient once a week for three years, they get off the table and they're like, see you, Lauren, on my way to get my flu shot. And I'm like, motherfucker, <laughs> like, where did 
I go wrong? How do you know enough? And it's because we just overcomplicate it. We overcomplicate and, you know, then it gets lost. And they know, like, this is good. It makes me feel good. I'm not really sure why. She gets excited when something clears well and she's talking about, like, and so we need to, I, I recommend you do what Christy Wick recommends <laughs> and go through all of your marketing, go through your website, go through like your table talk, your day one, your day two. If you are wondering like what my team meeting should be about this year, our team meeting is going to be about simplify. Simplify everything we're doing simplify everything we're saying because in order to grow it's going to require work right like unless you're newer in practice sometimes you can just kind of show up but if you've been in practice a while and and you're stagnant in order to unstagnate yourself get unstuck it is going to require more or different work like the cliche phrase of work hard smarter not harder and in order to give yourself more bandwidth because more than likely this year you are exhausted and you are like oh my gosh I'm working my ass off and I can't imagine working harder next year go through everything everything that you are doing and do you need to keep doing it it might have served you before, but is it now? And I see so many people struggle because maybe you're a chiropractor that really like, you're like, I'm the webinar chiropractor. This is like other chiropractors know me as this. I give really amazing webinars. I like one time had like 400 people signed up for a webinar and I converted like 50 into new patients. And this is my talking thing. And like, that's fantastic. Is this still working for you? Because if it's not, I, this is your, like, this is your permission. You don't have to keep doing them. Christy Wick gave me this permission last week, last week when we saw each other, I said, are, you know, I'm just excited to get back to events. And she said, you are, we're never doing events again. And I'm like, wait, what? And it was like this permission to wait. So there's, I can be successful and market within chiropractic without doing events. Like, huh? Okay. Let's talk about that. You know, so it's like whatever it is for you, if you're killing it in, if you were killing it in events before COVID and, you know, things are calming down and you feel good and your community feels good about doing an event, do it. It's not to say that doing events are wrong. If webinars are working for you, do them. If your social media is working for you, if working out at 5 a.m. is working for you, keep doing it. But if your alarm is going off at 4.30 in the morning, and you're going for like this high intensity run because you're wanting to get healthier and stronger. Is it, is it working or are you just draining your batteries? So this is your permission to go through your personal life, through your professional life and go, what am I overcomplicating? Is it still working for me? Does it need to go? And where can I simplify? Where can I simplify systems, procedures, grocery shopping, like whatever it is, in order to grow in 2021 as a human, you're going to need to find more bandwidth. In order to convert more people, you're going to need to make your message clearer. 
So look through and where can you simplify? So there you go. There were my takeaways. I will reiterate, if you are not getting the weekly slay, I would love for you to sign up. Go to sheslayspodcast.com forward slash besties. There is going, you know, like I said, we are going to send you emails on Sunday nights with funny, inspirational information in there just to kind of get your mind right and uh, laugh a little bit. That's kind of the goal of this podcast. Laugh a little bit, connect with yourself, connect with God, connect with spirit. Um, And there is going to be an email going out on December 11th just to the email list um, with a one-time introductory offer to the special, the special secret thing that Kirby's mad I told you about. (laughs) All right, everyone, please have a wonderful holiday week. Connect with each other however you can. Find time to connect with yourself Every morning, every night, however it is on your lunch hour, connect to spirit inside you and find this joy in this season. And don't just like spread glitter all over everything and wrap a bow on it and expect yourself. It's okay to be feeling those feelings. Um, And, you know, especially if you're an Enneagram 4, it's okay to feel the feelings Um, and just continue to connect with each other and yourself. I almost ended this episode by saying, in your name we pray. Amen. All right, she slayers. I will see you next week. Hey, she slayers. Are you looking to get your team off the phone and streamline your front desk so you can spend more time doing what you love? SCED has exactly what you're looking for. They will automate all your appointment reminders, missed appointment reminders, reactivation campaigns, allow you to have two-way texting with your patients. Plus, they have a very cool app that your patients are going to love. The app alone saves chiropractors tons of time because it gives patients the flexibility to move appointments to a time that works better for them. Don't worry, you won't lose control of your schedule because you'll have access to all the parameters that keep you still in control. Plus, there's overbook protection, so your schedule won't get out of hand. SCED was created by a chiropractor for chiropractors, so you can rest assured that you're getting the absolute best system for your office. Dr. Eric Kowalki is committed to the chiropractic mission and he works closely with his developers to always be innovative so that we have the best system available. If you're hesitant to switch to SCAD because you already use something else, let me tell you, it's worth every penny. Plus, mention that you heard about it on my podcast and they'll give you a discount. Seriously, it is a game changer. Don't wait. <laughs>